Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, you all have to, all you have to do is turn on the uh, news uh, at six o'clock tonight, and you get a really good update in regards to all the wildfires burning across British Columbia. I think there's over seventy-seven presently in our province, and that, of course, is not only disrupting uh, travel uh, for tourists, for residents, but also uh, for goods and services as well. Uh, and the BC Liquor Distribution Branch deliveries to many retailers and government-owned distributors. Uh, is also being impacted. The government's liquor seller and distributors warning is significant because it hints that overall retail supply chains are being strained by fires and could lead to goods shortages, of course. Joining me now to talk a little bit about the impacts of wildfires on alcohol deliveries and the supply chain is Jeff Guinard, Executive Director of Able BC, which is the Alliance of Beverage Licensees. Jeff, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, give me a sense of what your members are already seeing and hearing. Well, I mean, first off, the you know whatever we're experiencing, it's because we're members of those communities as well, and mm-hmm. you know the, that's something that you know we, we don't want to bear in mind that they're being deeply impacted and their families are impacted, and that's that's the real tragedy of the situation. But from a business perspective, right in the middle of our attempts to recover from the pandemic, when about fifty percent of BC's hospitality industry is still just just trying to break even and scraping by. We're dealing with disruptions in our supply chain, and uh, we're good for now. Uh, and the BC Liquor Distribution Branch is doing everything they can to get in products from alternative routes. But there are some supply disruptions we're already starting to see uh, when we go to reorder products and things taking a bit longer to get there. So we're, we're not saying we're running out of products and the shelves are being empty or you're not going to have your favorite client necessarily. But uh, the longer these roads stay closed or the more disruptions we see, you are going to start to see some disruptions in supply. So we're just asking for people to be patient with that. How does the distribution network work in British Columbia? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, liquor distribution branch, of course, that's the wholesaler. The the provincial government loves that business because it makes them (laughs) lots and lots of money. They'll never let go of that. Tons of money. Yeah, tons of money, exactly. Although, you know, they've allowed more uh, private private involvement, private sector involvement Mm -hmm. in regards to the retail side. The core distribution they still own and uh, and make a lot of money, as they say, off of it. So is that yep. all based in Vancouver? How does that network work? A lot of it is right. It's based in Vancouver, and there's another distribution center based in Kamloops. Those are the primary ones that feed alcohol to thousands of locations throughout the province. Anything that goes to the island, for example, has to get onto a ferry. So every time you see a disruption in ferry routes, that impacts us as well. Once they get on there, they have to be trucked all the various places. You can imagine anybody at the end of Highway 4 right now uh, is not going to be getting any deliveries. We're trying to use logging roads and going over the mountains and and older routes. Um, But once there's only so much you can do in those, and those are a lot slower, and there's a lot of other goods on there. So as some of the major arteries get cut off, it becomes really difficult um, for those central warehouses to feed products throughout the province. So that means government stores, private liquor stores, uh, you know, pubs, bars, restaurants, anybody who's purchasing alcohol from that system will have some troubles. We can also get uh, some alcohol from local producers. So if you're out in Tofino, you know, the Tough Brewing is still going to be able to service you, but they only have so much product mm-hmm. uh, that they manufacture as well, and, and they have trouble getting inputs on that. So it, 
it's um, the longer these things go on, we're just one of the many industries that are impacted by it. The difficulty for us is, you know, we still have not recovered from the pandemic. Uh, it's you've got you know, debt coming due uh, by the end of this year, you know, because a lot of folks had to take on hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to get through. We have labor challenges, and as I said earlier, only about half of the industry is even making money right now and, and being profitable. So it's it's a difficult situation, and everyone is doing the best they can. Um, but we just hope that this, we can get these wildfires under control to, to restore distribution throughout the province as quickly as possible. I was speaking to a retailer retail recently in the restaurant side, and they were saying that, look, you may lose more restaurants now as these debts are due, as you were saying, at the yeah. end of this year than you probably would have lost during COVID. And that, that's how, how tight it is that's for res, for uh, owners right now. That's true. And I think, you know, I know we're all sick of talking about the pandemic, and everybody wants to put it behind us. Uh, we want to as well, but the, the sad truth of it is, you know, the places that, that got through, and, and to be clear, we already have lost about 10 to 15 percent of BC's hospitality industry because of the pandemic. But those who made it through, there's a, probably another 10 or 15 percent of the industry that only survived because of debt uh, and because of just sheer will through that period. Now that we're on the other side of all those public health protocols, even though we're back to normal with um, the way we can operate, inflationary pressures, not just on our costs going up everywhere. I mean, we're seeing 20 to 30% cost increases on a lot of our core goods. Many prices can only go up so much because consumers are dealing with inflationary pressures as well. So the, the business model is under a lot of pressure right now. Folks are doing their best, but I, I see you, I suspect you'll, like I say, another 10 or 15% of the industry is very fragile given that half of them aren't even making money at the moment. And that's, you can't keep going on like that. So when something like this happens and we our distribution networks get get um, you know, interrupted, it has a real immediate financial impact on those businesses that are already struggling and in a very fragile spot. Uh, how is uh, access to labor for your members? Uh, that's always the other challenge is just attracting it enough is, workers. Yeah. Uh, give me a sense of what the industry is going through right now. Yeah, thanks for asking about that because we always say, hey, if you're looking for a job, pop by any pub, bar, liquor store, or, <laughs> or a hotel or restaurant in the province and they're hiring on the spot. We generally are one of the largest private sector employers in the province. We employ nearly 200,000 people when we're at our full capacity. At the moment, we are about 10% short of that. So we're short 20,000 workers. So when you go into a pub or a bar and service is a little bit slower, or maybe you can't get someone's attention or the kitchen's a bit slower, it's entirely because we're dealing with those constraints. What it means is we're only able to operate at about 80% of our capacity. So that means our service standards are a little lower than we'd like them to be, which is frustrating for us too. Uh, But it also means that we're not able to get back that extra profitability that we need at this moment to carry us from breaking even to actually trying to make some money and pay back our debts. 20,000 is significant. I mean, it's it's, It's a lot of people in the context of British Columbia. That's still a lot of people you have to hire as an industry Uh, and up against other industries as well. It just speaks to the challenges before us. And people keep saying, no immigrants for a couple of years. We're we're done. We're full. And and then, you know, your organization says 20,000 at least needed just to get back to where you were. And that's just our sector, right? But that doesn't even include the hoteliers out there and the tourism industry and the retail sector and a lot of others, right? Which is why, yeah, we, we do argue in favor of economic immigration. It's in temporary foreign workers. It's been a very productive and stream uh, workers for us. We're also, we work with, you know, provincial and federal partners on a whole bunch of other initiatives, training programs, and trying to find unemployed or underemployed British Columbians who are looking for a career transition and, you know, we, we lost a lot of folks during the pandemic as well as we opened and closed and opened and closed, right? I mean, you, you wouldn't put up with that, right? So people no. ended, took other professions and, 
but these are good jobs. The average liquor server in British Columbia working in a pub restaurant makes 35 to $45 an hour. Um, and uh, you get a lot of flexibility in your ship. So they're good jobs, but we're, we're struggling with um, just an inadequate supply of workers in the province right now. Jeff, thanks for your time today. It's my pleasure. Have a good day.